Yes. The final frontier. These are the voyages of the Ox Unplugged. Its mission to boldly ship posts where none have gone before. I'm Crispy Kraut. I am Mr. J. Witt. I am Helion. Ms. Hughes. And that is it for today. Um, yeah, we're just gonna fuck with the Star Wars. Make oh, yeah. Trek. Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. What's the difference? Yeah, we already fucked over Star Wars. And before we get hate mail. <laughs> I've not gotten any hate mail. It's been all nothing but niceness. Oh, totally. Let's hope that continues. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If you're not ticking off a few people, are you really trying hard enough? Definitely not. So, so the first thing I'm going to do with Star Trek, make everyone a queue. Let's just start queuing a people up. Uh... Just... <laughs> so, so everyone is now omniscient in... Uh, Oh, and, and kind of a jerk, powers. like a petty. Remember in the original series when, like, you went to the edge of the universe and you just turned into a petty jerk. Hmm. What if you just do that with like a bunch of people in uh, Star Trek? Just be like, all right, everyone is now omnipotent and a petty jerk. Oh. That I would imagine that would get boring quickly because it's like what? everybody's petty. It's like, okay, sure, <laughs> okay. but okay. I think it's kind of funny. So, in other words, you've turned the Star Trek universe into Twitter. Oh, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's, Actually, oh, can boy. different cues kill other cues? Well, they had a Q Civil War. Yeah, but, okay, that's true. Oh, for the record, Q is a race of, like, high omnipotent god beings who just, and one specific person, Q, who is a Q, shows up and is just sort of like a jerk to Picard and says how humanity is bad. Not to be confused with Qbert, the game. Yes. <laughs> and Cisco and Janeway. Yeah, okay. He does do it to other captains? Yeah. Picard okay. never hit me. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Q continuum. They all identify yeah. as Q. Of course. Because it wouldn't be confusing in any other way. Hmm. But See, I always enjoyed when Q showed up because A, um, ah, oh, crap, what's his name? It's gonna get weird. But yeah, you're gonna get an episode where it's gonna be just like, you can do whatever. Like, there was an episode where they met, where Q gave a teenage kid the powers of a Q. There was an episode where Q gave Riker his powers. Um, there was an episode where Q lost his powers and just had to be human. And just, you know, just weird, funny stuff like that. But it was always a chance to have a, a, an episode where it could be a little gonzo, whereas the next generation particularly took it a little bit too serious at times. And that's what I want to do. Bring more fun into Star Trek. So, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but Q is an entire race that has access to god mode. Pretty much, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. That's... If I was you, I would just T-pose everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just show up on your ship just T-posing. Hello, Picard. I come with great news. You're an idiot. Yeah, that, Halo <laughs> theme is playing the entire time. No, okay. I know what I know what I would do. If I were a Q, uh, Q, I would find like one of the actual research facilities and just start like leading them down like a weird technological thing. Like, oh no, if you like 
take these crystals and you do all this stuff, you start like developing all these interesting things and all these imp interesting implications. And you go like, and if you do this, you can like access another universe. And it's and they finally do, and it's taking years. It's just a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You, you help them find and explore a, a, a whole new galaxy, and they yes. and they and they pull back, and the new galaxy is literally shaped like a dick. Or just a uh, butthole. Like, you're just like, no, this is all fuck you. Yes, oh this is God. the butthole nebula. <laughs> the butthole nebula. Oh, man. The universe's greatest shitpost. <laughs> that would be the best. Just that that, really that would be hilarious. Where they, they study, like, over the course of, like, 2,000 years. It's like, okay, we finally have the technology to go to this place. And they go there. It's like, and it's boobs. It's nothing but boobs. Hey, cool. We're going this home worth the trip. Do you think, you know, is everyone familiar with the Mirror Universe? Yeah, everyone has a goatee, right? Everyone is evil, too. Yeah, right. It's it's the flip version. It was introduced in the original series. It's it's a it's a literally what it says. It's a an alternate dimension of the Star Trek universe where Starfleet is the uh, United Terran Empire, and they are evil, and they kill lots of people. They've subjugated races. There's an emperor, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's evil. Mm -hmm. What would the cue of the Mirror Universe be like? Mr. Uh, Rogers. Hmm. Right. They would, <laughs> I, I would think they would be very benevolent, but if they were, why would they let the, that kind of shit go down? Yeah. Or they're the exact same. <laughs> they're just <laughs> like, oh, we're going to talk about how evil everyone is. Ha ha ha. It's like, yeah. But maybe, yeah, maybe instead of trying to, uh, like where Q was trying to point out in the original, in the next generation, the flaws of humanity and trying to, you know, judge them and what, maybe if the Q in the mirror universe or the app is like, no, 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 they're like the evil uh, devil on your shoulder. No, 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 go fuck with those guys. No, 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 oh, come on. No, it'll <laughs> yeah. be fine. No, you're not doing <laughs> enough war crimes. Come on. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> Oh man! I don't know. I kind of like the idea of it just being like a chill, like Bob Ross type dude. Just oh, hey man, those aren't cool. That's not cool. You should really stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, that messes with my groove, man. <laughs> uh, so you really shouldn't set that orphanage on fire, dude. Yeah, Come on, man. that's oh, not man. nice. You shouldn't be subjugating <laughs> all these new races, man. Hey, groovy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but i i could imagine just some really chilled out dude being an omnipotent space being just traveling around the universe just visiting people while i had another worse thought it, instead in the mirror universe it's just the space station 13 wizards oh god oh no, oh, no. just explodes people's asses off <laughs> Uh, the Wizard Federation is coming. No. Well, what makes you think they don't have that power? Oh, oh, you just brought up a great point, Jay. Oh, you know how we make Star Trek more interesting again? Let's, let's, we've got science. Let's bring magic into Star Trek. Oh, boy. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they discover, a, like, a, they, they come in contact with a, a planet that's been, you know, kept itself separated from the rest of the galaxy and suddenly they come down you know they beam down to land and stuff and it's just like you know i cast fireball 
<laughs> they just I like just scorch the whole away team. <laughs> I fire balls hotter, and he just disintegrates a guy. Uh, it's like how does how does Star Trek science take on magic? It basically uh, is the same thing when you really think about it. I okay, mean, now you're just quoting no. Thor. No, I disagree. <laughs> I don't think they are basically the same thing. Okay, that's an engineer. How is techno babble any different from magic? <laughs> you're saying incantation <laughs> to make things happen. Same thing. I mean, okay. hard dark because there's a reason late. behind it. What reason? They're just combining words together. It's like when they slap quantum on. Oh, this is my quantum butt plug. I'm selling on my Etsy page. Like, it just gets so redundant with so much of it. It just might as well be magic for how much it makes sense. That's because you don't know it. Just because you don't follow along doesn't mean it's using the. Okay, we're. I'm getting way <laughs> off track. No, no, no. I, I I knew exactly where you were going, and actually, and let, and let me add on to something about that because yes, that's let's exactly, pour fire on that's exactly how an engineer would answer that as i would expect but here's something mm -hmm. that always as much as my favorite character from the original series is scotty okay one, one thing always bothered me about scotty he's the chief engineer right yeah. like he's the guy who's in charge of making that whole goddamn ship run so to oh. me, he should be one of two things. He should be constantly covered in like grease, you know, with a with his coveralls oh, and his, no. his his sleeves rolled up, like just always digging around in the guts of something. Or he should be the opposite. He should be the super nerdy, um, you know, pencil pushing, always crunching numbers, you know, overseeing uh, this and this and this and this and this. He 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 just, I just don't completely buy his character as the chief engineer from what i think because like i either want to see him and i'm not saying that it's bad i'm just saying for me it would be more interesting if he was like either like a railroad type engineer or if he was the opposite like he's just that super brainy project managing type engineer how many chief engineers do you know and that's the mm. point. This okay. is what I want to do. Okay. This is my headspace. Okay. <laughs> I'm going on logic. <laughs> okay. Because my dad was a chief engineer for places. Okay. Like, I've known plenty of chief engineers. I've worked on, under some. Like, does he, does he constantly uh, overestimate the time to get something, a uh, project done? Yes, absolutely. You're, you always do that. Yeah, because you're that's... creating something brand new, and some and if there's a mistake, suddenly you have to change the schedule. Oh. And you you don't want to deal with the changing the schedule. That gets yeah. people upset. So you overestimate time, and then you just get it done, and you just let it sit around for a couple of weeks. So that way, it gets done on time. Because businesses are, and I guess ships are looking for times for like, like they're looking at time scales for years. For something that takes like three months to do. And but if it goes bad, it takes four months. And like a month different suddenly fucks up a bunch of stuff. Oh so yeah. You always overestimate and then you get it done. So but what but again, and I understand the logic of that, just being yeah. not being silly, but wouldn't you know we've got our star the starships at that pond. They are you know, housing massive supercomputers. Wouldn't the computer be able to give you a pretty good estimation of how long anything's going to take to repair? As long as everything goes right, yes. Yeah, that's... Well, yeah. again, you're Dude. looking at an estimate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if it's like a contractor, you're going to be out some time. You know how that shit goes. 
Yes, and three oh, times yeah. cost. Hey, this is going to cost yep. me overtime. <laughs> yeah. You know, to, we uh, had to order the parts. and. Oh, yeah. yeah. To, to quote the spy from TF2, so long as nothing supernatural happens, this should be easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's kind of how stuff like that happens, where it's like, as long as nothing screwy goes on, this oh. should be fine. Should well, I? Fine. I have an idea to spice up Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! Okay. All right, let's uh, hear it. You guys, you guys are aware of the movie Event Horizon, yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Which oh no, add that to the list mm-hmm. of stuff I need to see. All right. Uh, I don't know if I want you want me to spoil the movie for you. Eh. Uh, it's not a good time. No. <laughs> are you talking about going warp factor nine to hell? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. If you go fast, if you go past a certain barrier of warp travel, you teleport into essentially what is hell or the warp if you want to be 40k about it. Sure. But we already know you can't surpass the warp t- factor 10 because if you go to warp factor 10 or beyond, you revert into a salamander creature. Oh, that. And then you have babies with your captain. <laughs> and then never speak of it again. <laughs> As you should. All right. I always, always I wondered guess. about that. If uh, if uh, Tom Paris, anytime he's you know runs into Captain Janeway in the mess hall or whatever, or past each other in the hallway, if they just like both avert their eyes so they don't have to. Yeah, just awkward back. glances. Uh, I do not remember this. Oh yes, yes. There's an episode, famous episode of Voyager called Threshold, where oh, they boy. think they can modify the uh, the Delta Flyer to. Uh, exceed the warp factor 10, which is, it was like 9.999, whatever was the ultimate barrier. Well, they do Mm -hmm. this, um, and then after the experiment, uh, Tom Paris starts mutating, and because he was piloting the Delta Flyer, and he starts mutating into like this, they say, you know, essentially, he's he's mutating in some form of future genetic form. And he becomes this like almost different looking species. And at some point he kids kidnaps Captain Janeway, gets back in the Delta flyer, go exceeds the warp factor again. And it takes them like, takes the, uh, the Voyager like weeks to find them, maybe even months. And they're on another planet and they have morphed into this like Gila monster sized, like, uh, salamanders. What the fuck? And when, yeah, and then when they find them, they take them back on. Of course, you know, you do what you do. The doctor manages to genetically reverse them back to their human form. Because that happens, of course. Right. At the end of the episode, but the end of the episode is them saying, you know, I wonder what happened. And, the, and then Paris and, and Janeway just kind of give themselves a look and a knowing look. And then they don't say anything else and they leave. And then they flash back to the planet and you see these two little baby salamanders playing in a puddle. Oh. Oh. <laughs> It's weird, weird fucked up episode. That is cursed. Spoilers for a show that's been off the air for forever. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, basically, what I'm saying is, imagine if somehow, some through some sort of shit with war travel, it just ends up like Event Horizon. Mm-hmm. You could see that. Yeah. Or, or you want to get really dumb? They go so fast through uh, subspace that they just transfer into another multiverse. They just go, it's like, all right, warp factor 20, whatever. I don't care. They go into warmer 40K. We're just like, uh, what? 
And if oh, I'm being would... honest, like th- this isn't just like a Star Trek thing. This is general. I'm not really a huge fan of like crossover universes and things. Eh. But that's just my opinion. I I can kind of see that, but that that oh. would be so stupid. Oh yeah. You know what there needs to be more of in Star Trek? Oh, Max. Yes. Power okay. armor. I can I, I can, go can for legitimately that. see that. Yeah, that, it's perfect for it. They have the technology. Yeah. But, that, uh, but yeah. they can build data, that... they can build power armor. And I don't yeah. and as cool as it would be though, but I think the reason why they don't is because from a scientific, fundamental, and strategic aspect, a mech is dumb. You're dumb. It's just, it's, it, you can do you can do all the things <laughs> that if you do all the things that a mech will do far more efficiently. And and more effectively, with other tech, less expensive and less complicated technology, it just is. I, I think that's one of the reasons why we don't really see them. I mean, the Borg are cyborgs, but that's I think about as closest as we ever really see that. Well, you know what? I take it back. There are some. They do explore some AI stuff, but that's not really what we're talking about. Sorry, tangent. I just have a really bad idea. Like a Borg ball, like the old, like the Dwemer spheres, but just Borg. That's. I just like the idea of like a. Okay. A <laughs> Why didn't the Borg use like na- like like swarms of nanobots? Yeah, like, I think it's, they would it's... use like small drones and things. Right, like they would like that's like the Borg were terrifying when they first introduced them. And then oh, you yeah. end up, you know, come up with a nanobot or whatever. But, you know, they had to inject the menu. That seems dumb. I mean, to me, it would have been far more logical to just make them airborne. Yeah. They're just they fly, you know, they like, they, you know, it's like, oh, the bees, not the bees. And, you know, they're going in every orifice of your body and you're instantly uh, assimilated. Oh, that yeah, sounds awful. That's, well, so you can't do it like across space, right? Unless you're going to yeah. get like a super spray gun where you just spray like entire planet with nanobots they're individually mobile they can propel themselves okay yeah it's like a cloud of like tiny nanobots that yeah now okay, that you know that you know in the green mile when you like all the the black like yeah and shit comes yeah it's like that but nano machine son yeah and oh, they come boy. out of their mouths that makes it now see now we're writing a star trek horror movie yeah how do okay how do you make um, the Borg silly? How would you make them less? Googly eyes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I I mean, I was going to say just program them with um, lol random, but that sounds kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not bad, though. Googly yeah. eyes. Um, just think maybe... about it. Every time they show up on screen, it's just like the cyborg, but he's just got like... <laughs> They, like, they, that's the only difference. They just have googly eyes. That's oh yeah, they're the exact same. Oh, <laughs> uh, seven of nine that, episodes hit a little bit differently. Like, hey, my, I googly the one googly eye. <laughs> I'm, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm kind of surprised that nobody thought of like a computer virus to give to the Borgs. Like here, have a diplomatic gift, and then it's just a virus that runs through their whole collective. It's just like. And now you're a dumb AI. Have fun. Considering what they are, maybe it's difficult for you to uh, for that to be a thing. You know, yeah. like to, to make a virus that would be effective against the board. Or yeah. you just Independence Day them. You just yeah, that too. Get on in so there and just be like, get, there we go. You get Randy Quaid nope. in a in a if 
18 to go fly him to a board cube like all right you alien oh, yeah. asshole <laughs> yeah like yeah give that f-18 as many nuclear bombs as you can it's like Ready, all right randy quaid is oh. my spirit animal <laughs> uh but yeah i i mean the federation has the technology for a universal constructor i'm pretty sure they'd be able to make an ai virus to give to the borgs like here have this now go go away and they install it. it's just like uh what is it doing it's like and now our intelligence is about five they kind of they, they've done the whole virus thing a few times it's it's a little bit old hat a little bit but if you do it right it's still really nice what do something's different though you know it's not because again they're starfleet they're not supposed to be destroying even though the borg are an all-consuming force of nature it's, it's still a, a civilization a culture of a, of a sort and starfleet can't destroy that they're very against stuff like that so what if instead of uploading an ai that made some dumb what if it just like uploads an ai or uh, not an ai a uh, a computer virus that like makes uh, makes oh, all, it changes all of their voice synthesizers. So now they all. <laughs> so now they all. Oh, like of, off Sam, just. Hey, hey, they just get a clown voice. Yeah, like honks. Make, yeah, they just they just now communicate in honks. <laughs> oh, oh my hey. god! Uh, and like anytime they with... shoot a laser, it just goes pew pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, oh, I, I had another hilarious. thought. You just upload like Bonzi Buddy or something. <laughs> oh my God! Did they just self-destruct their cube? <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> you upload a program into their cube that automatically makes them run thirty billion instances of Bonzi Buddy, and the oh, computer just God. self-immolates. You literally just see the computer melting into a puddle of slag. The, the, it's just like the board yep. cube catch fire in space. <laughs> yep. I have I have an idea. You just convince them to upgrade their OS to Chrome. Mm. Ah. Yeah. And they just slowly watch all their resources gobble themselves up till they just move at a crawl. Yeah. It's or, like, all right, that should keep them off our tail for about the next three centuries. Or you redefine what their priorities are. So they just like really hate moons for some reason, and that's all they're doing—just like they just, fucking up random things. So they just go go around blowing up moons. Yes. Okay. No, because yeah, that won't be a horrible idea. <laughs> I mean, moon... at least it's different. The, the, the Borg's yeah. definition of perfection is a moonless sky. <laughs> yes. What well, are boring? Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I I would like to touch on the idea that originally spawned this uh, this madness. When we started discuss, discussing after a record, we had stopped recording a, a few weeks ago, uh, when someone shared the image of the buff Picard. <laughs> yes, I love so, buff Picard. I need to get so, those comics at some point. Yeah, so, so if I remember correctly, it's in one of the comics they're showing, and I think it's the Mirror Universe, Picard and he's like just jacked, like shirtless on the deck on the uh, the bridge of the Enterprise. Yeah. And so we never got to see Mirror Universe in the Next Generation. They 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 do go into a, a good bit of it in uh, DS Nine, but so that got me wondering. You know, what would we? What would our Mirror Universe of the Next Generation Enterprise be like? 
And mm-hmm. my thought was, you know, because they're evil and they're, you know, they they do bad stuff. I thought that Picard would force everyone on the Enterprise crew to shave their head. He's not oh. going to be so he just so he's not the only bald one. <laughs> so we're, That's right, we're the crew. The, <laughs> welcome to the crew, the USS Screwball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or the crew, uh, the cue ball. Yeah. So, they have to figure out what's going on with deal with data. Just being like, uh, uh I don't know. <laughs> the US the USS Chrome Dome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh and, man. and the other th- the other idea that I love is um <laughs> in the dark universe, Riker wears a kilt. Not a, not a kilt. He wears those those like skirt uniforms that the that that showed up in the very first season of the next generation that men or women could wear that eventually went away he just wears that skirt uniform but no underwear so every time oh. he does the riker maneuver and throws his leg up over, over the oh chair my God. you're getting a perfect <laughs> shot of i'm i'm a captain morgan oh 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 no <laughs> it's like that's not safe for children this isn't a show for children this is the evil universe I know, but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but yeah, oh, but I... no. But he, uh, the mirror universe Riker would be doing that, but more often and like aggressively somehow. <laughs> yeah, like every time he would go talk to like Counselor Troy or whatever, he'd throw his leg up on the chair and kind of like lean in. <laughs> Mir- mirror universe. <laughs> uh, mirror universe. Data is just the Terminator. Or everyone wear everyone wears Deanna Troy's outfit. Oh, the cheerleader <laughs> one. Yeah, oh, that's man. awesome. Everybody's got, everybody's got that deep plunging V neck yeah. with yes. cleavage. Uh, yeah, because it definitely custom. needs to be that deep. Yeah. I, I would certainly hope so. I think she's the only one who wears that. Well, why, she's the only one that didn't have to wear a uniform for most of the series. She could just like wear whatever. Yeah. You know, she can yeah. bomb it up on the bridge and, you know, in, in yoga pants and a sweat sweater. Yeah. Or <laughs> uh, she just goes up onto the deck with, like, sweatpants and a Leonard Skinner t-shirt. And the cab is like, oh, hey, Diana, how you doing? She's got, like, 80s leg warmers <laughs> just... on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never completely got that. Like, she <laughs> was, like, fourth, I think, in line of the chain of command. So, yeah, like, she's up there. Yeah, so like, but she just doesn't have to wear a uniform. Nope, don't worry. And then when anybody asks about it, the captain's just like, don't worry about it. But 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 don't worry about it. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Okay, what other races would you could silify? What could you do with Vulcans? Um, give them emotions. <laughs> they no, do that's... have them, right? That's yeah, the they, 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 they just suppress them. They feel them too much. They all sound like Christopher Walken. Uh, it's only logical it. captain that uh, we use the phases. Okay, to me, oh, the Vulcans I, would be far more interesting is every time they talked, they sounded like they were three. <laughs> Mr. Picard, can we do this instead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you want to go really dumb, make them sound like Sean Connery. 
Yes, there you go. Yes, Vulcans are all, all have Scottish accents. Thick oh Scottish God. accents. I mean, that's just Rest a Scotty accent, though. Or, or deep Southern accents, like Appalachia. Oh, there you go. Oh, but, that... Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't I'll tell you what. I don't know that, <laughs> Captain. I just. I. I don't think I, that'd be too damn logical if if you ask me. As, I, as well. I, think, I think there's something wrong with the warp core. I don't know. I I've hit it with my wrench about five dozen times, and uh, it keeps making this really weird uh, scratching noise. I don't know. I'll have to get the uh, the chief engineer on it. Just say y'all. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Y'all. I. Uh, why don't you go on and uh, have you a good old long life there and, uh, you know, hope you do good and stuff. Got a man to tell what man that won't call that no bus man. We ought to know them logical man. And you you know for a fact that they're the Vulcan, like the leader of all the Vulcans has like 15 of his teeth missing, Is has like a lip full of tobacco and has his jug of indiscriminate liquid sitting on his chair yeah you just described my grandmother uh, wow that's um <laughs> then i mean it's, i mean i thought didn't everyone's grandmother have a a, a spit cup for their snuff on their ironing board no Not no mine. oh okay. I, mine is from poland so um I don't think she knows what a spit cup is, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> uh, so, I... Oh, man. I had a thought that I lost, but I had another thought from earlier. Um, uh, that you can have fun by making... it. What, what's the guy that has, like, the, the band over his eyes? I forget his name. Jordy. Jordy? Oh, Jordy. Yeah. Okay, make yeah, him Mr. The... T. Oh, <laughs> buff, buff, Jordy. Buff Jordy. Yes. Yeah, buff Jordy. Buff Jordy. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Instead of the, the mo- yeah, but instead of the mohawk, he's got that visor thing goes over the top of his head. That's his mohawk. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and that's what he sees with. He's still blind, but he but the mohawk yeah. sees for him. Oh buff my Jordy god! With a gun. Yeah, Picard cars down to engineering, and and he's like, you know, uh, engineer, and uh, we need more power, and just. Jordy's down there, like he stands up and he's like, you know, rippling muscles and he's got the chains banging, you know, flipping around. He's like, I pity the fool that messes with my warp core. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I could imagine like the buff Jordy having just like a, a, a desert eagle on his side at all times. Yeah, oh. have a phaser. Now that's, now <laughs> I like that idea. Let's get rid of the phasers and start issuing everybody, you know, uh, uh, just, just give everybody a 38 special. What point does it turn into Stargate? Like, um, as soon as you give Stargate somebody was reasonable, they were using machine guns. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, as soon as you give the uh, security team P90s and 7,000 pounds of C4, yeah, you're pretty Stargate now. <laughs> One thing I don't get about Star Trek too. I, I'm guessing none of you watched Enterprise. Not really. No. Okay. Well, at I one don't point, think so. at one point during the early seasons, they introduce uh, a military side of Starfleet. They've got like their own version of the Marines, and they're called the Makos. And they're like, oh, those guys. Yeah, and they've all like that, like you know the BDUs and the kind of like you know they they look like shit kickers. They look like commandos. You know why? Okay. Where where are these guys? Why aren't they still around? 
You know, yeah. why are why are why is the captain, the you know, the chief engineer, the and the first officer, why are they beaming down uh, to stuff? Why not send the badasses? They, the Federation I'm... needs something like the mobile infantry from the like they need like dudes in power armor with like heavy weapons just to like teleport down to planets and go fuck shit up. Like, I never oh, yeah. It. yeah, it doesn't make sense, but that's okay. Yeah. Like I want oh, I want my, just... my door kickers and shit takers, like Yeah. It's like, oh, we discovered a planet that is filled with ravenous dinosaur people that are five thousand or like ridiculously huge. All right. You, you and you. Go down there and kick their butt. They just <laughs> oh, grab like an antimatter charge. You wouldn't even have to do <laughs> yeah. that. You could just, you know for a fact, in the Star Trek universe, you were going to have some just like, uh, either like galactic terrorist type thing, or just some like bad, bad, bad people that could just like do drive-bys and just drop like, you know, planet-ending plagues on, uh, be, just beam a planet-ending uh, civilization any pl uh, plague down to a planet as a drive-by and you just go oh, yeah. hoppity, hoppity hoppity hop you're just hopping around beaming plagues yeah. down onto planets as you go just wiping out entire civilizations wait okay i have a question where hoppity, are hoppity. where are the like asshole teenagers where are people spray painting in the star trek universe uh, they they've been lobotomized and turned into servitors <laughs> Like, someone has to have gotten a shuttle and just been like, I'm gonna go fuck with this planet. Hey, I heard about the Prime Directive is important. Let's just drop a pizza. <laughs> oh, Prime Directive? That sounds like a fun suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> Loads nuke on the shuttle. <laughs> there oh, has Captain. to be some kids doing that. Captain, somebody oh. spray-painted the genitals onto our ship. Yes, they, they, they did. They covered that in that one... Uh... It did, was it that what kind of Wesley was supposed to be there for the originally in the next yeah. generation? He was supposed yeah. to be that teenage angsty, and then instead they just turn him into oh, he's just a wonder child. He's so brainy. Yeah, he, but no one likes Wesley. Bad. Well, no. no. <laughs> did you like Wesley? I didn't hate him. <laughs> oh, that's that's different. I did not. I did not like him at all. Yeah. He was a whiny kid. There's a reason why they didn't bring him back. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, but you're right. There should be more, like, just people angstily do fucking up shit. Like, what, 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 what would the teenagers get that were the ne'er do wells get up to on board the Enterprise? Somewhat like there are there aren't a lot of children. Like, it's a military base, so I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah, but but it it is a it's a military slash uh, exploratory vessel. Yeah. But it also had families on it. You know, if you wanted, you could bring, if you got assigned to the Enterprise, your spouse could come with you and your children could come with you. They had a school on the Enterprise for children of the crew, which was weird. But yeah, you know, it, it, yeah, I, <laughs> these kids would have gotten up to something like where's the like the teenage hangout where they all go listen to. Um, to heavy metal at the time. To heavy metal Pantera. music. Yeah. And, and they listen to yeah. heavy metal music. They sneak synth hall, you know, and and uh, have the have someone has rigged the the uh, replicator to uh, replicate uh, weed hall malls, you know. <laughs> so they're sitting around, uh, you know. Where where would that be? Oh, those are the worst ones you could get. I do think getting like a teenage that would be a really good show. Like it's like the uh, the other Dex show. 
lower decks. Lower decks. Lower decks, yeah. But it's just a bunch of teens like fucking with <laughs> someone. Uh, I, it, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Um, Haleon, when you said that you could have your family on the Enterprise, I had I immediately had this image of like this three year old girl with a bunch of crayons just in a random hallway. And the wharf kind of walks up to her. It's like, Mr. Wharf, I made you a, I, I painted you on the wall. It's like, oh, that's really cute. Yeah, Maintenance to aisle three. Wharf takes out like, oh, that and just like beats, knocks the kid across the hallway. Or just takes out the phaser. Yeah, just phasers the oh, wall. No. Like, there we go. None of that <laughs> anymore. Uh, oh, also, yeah, the wall. Definitely the wall. Nothing else. Yeah. Also, Batlets are really dumb. Fight me. Yes, yes, they are. They are so yeah. stupid. It's like, I mean, and I've I've heard people is like, oh, they're a space sword. It's like that is not a sword. That you would is... have better success with a lead pipe than you would a batlet. Yeah, in combat. That, that is a hunk of sharp steel. Mm-hmm. That's the that's, point. That though. is all that that is. But that's the point of it. The Klingons, they're a warrior culture. If you make it too easy for you. There's no honor in that. You got to fight with this big, unwieldy, difficult to hurt anybody with thing that's dip, uh, hard to wield because then when you still defeat them and win, it's more honorable. That is yeah. retarded. But I'm just, wouldn't I'm just throwing easier... that off the top of my head. I have no idea. But I'm going to pull a shadow adversity here. Wouldn't it be easier to just use a stick? <laughs> like, just use something you know you can actually uh, perf. Uh, proficiently wield because again they're a warrior culture mm. i'm sure they would have thought of that but okay, no, you're gonna, you're gonna sell this really big you're gonna sell the klingons wielding the space stick i sure it's it's, it's a stick it's a stick of unobtainium i don't care it's a, it's <laughs> <ugh>. <laughs> but no it's if you're a warrior society i would that would make sense to me. It's like, yes, we have our battle staffs. It's like, it's like, whoa, what are they made out of? Uh, super dense steel that's forged in the heart of a dying star. Oh, you know, that's it, okay. That's if Klingons why. wanted to prove their worth as warriors, they would use sock buffers. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, to be clear, humans do do this. Like, that's just Kendo. People yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. People and that makes do. sense. Yeah. It's fine. They can have their their weird like battle stick things. Yeah. <laughs> what? Now here, uh, here's an idea. If the Klingons obviously are about you know honor, blah blah blah, blah war, war, honor, glory. What yeah. of of the of the you know species that and the cultures that we run into the most on Star Trek? Now, when we first meet them, we know the they wouldn't they be the ones who would have experimented with like eugenics and uh, genetic manipulation to build their stronger warriors, to make them better, to improve them. Because remember, although the, inter- the, the, uh, the Federation has a ban on genetic uh, manipulation and augmentation, the Klingons weren't a part of the Federation until very recently. So they could have totally been engineering better warriors. It shouldn't have been anything against their, their beliefs. Right. So just, Elementals, but they're Klingons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, I mean, that's not too far of a stretch, honestly. Because well, you know, warrior culture make your best warriors. Eh, eh, I, I could buy that. I, I would totally see that, 
and and maybe they're gonna go and, and i know what somebody's gonna we're gonna make some really big uh, trekkies mad i guess i could see them maybe doing a thing where you know they're doing arranged marriages to you know get the strongest bloodlines but they don't ever talk about anything like that yeah no they don't it's almost like it's uninteresting <laughs> well in in the in the context of a warrior culture but I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah, that just, nobody wants to see the Klingon version of Deliverance. Uh, oh, oh no, nope. <laughs> like, can confirm, very bad. Now that <laughs> oh, no, no 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 now that would have been interesting. Inst instead of giving, instead of giving the Vulcan Southern accents, give all the uh, the Klingon Southern accents, because then or they just sound them. like Florida man. You know, they're just oh. a bunch of they're just a bunch of guys spoiling for a fight. Or just make them all Swedish, for whatever reason. Okay, crispy. I all right. You know the uh, the picture of the World War One uh, soldier with the shotgun above his head, and it says autistically screeches in gas mask. Yeah. Imagine that, but it's Worf with a batlet. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I just thought of. <laughs> I'd see uh, it. What yeah. if they? Uh, what if we gave uh, Data ADHD? Oh, Attention, Data no. disorder. Oh, right. no! Because he's an android, so he thinks you know blindingly fast, like a, he's a computer. So what if you he do would, that and oh. then give him ADHD? So he, he would just be like, he would he would be bouncing off the walls, or his he would, processor would melt after you ask him a very simple question. <laughs> <laughs> because that happens. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Or or just make him ADHD autistic and then give him a thirty-eight special and say, "Here, there you go. Have fun." Well, he <laughs> just let him figure it out. Oh god. Oh boy. I don't know if I'd trust that version of Data with weapons. I'm just saying. Just tell him not to point it at anything Federation colored. <laughs> Why don't we so have more part droids of the... in Star Trek? You know, more that's what? a good question. More like, droids. Why, why do we have to do... Why, why is there somebody assigned to carry all these heavy uh, shit around in cargo? Don't we, have, yeah. don't we have some robots who can run that shit? You'd think. Or, or, you know, you can make one with your universal constructor or the replicator or whatever the heck it's called. I'm, I've been watching Deus Ex videos. Sorry. <laughs> Why are there people physically putting starships together? Like, you see them out there floating in the space dock, and there's people floating around them. But can't we? I mean, we have factories that build cars, you know, that do yeah. everything now. Shouldn't it pretty be pretty well automated by then? Um, I would certainly hope so. I, I think part of it has to come down with the fact that Star Trek was from a time where such things probably weren't even in people's imaginations. You know, eh. but then again, yeah, but there was plenty of robot stuff back then. So, yeah, I mean, you'd, you'd think they'd have more with robots. Maybe it's a thing of outlaw. Well, no, they have data. So why wouldn't they do anything with AI and robot robotics? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, oh, we need a uh, we need someone to lift this 500 pound thing. Oh, no, I'll just design a robot with a crane arm. Like that—that mm -hmm. that makes so much more sense. You know how and, useful that would be in the cargo bay. Oh my word, that'd be okay. amazing. 
although admittedly not perfect, we've got self-driving cars. Why do why do we still have to have someone pilot every space, every shuttle, and every ship? I mean, Human how hard interaction? Uh, how hard mark? would it be? I mean, you just if you're going from one place to another, couldn't you just do or what or okay? If we've got transportation technology, why the hell aren't we transporting everywhere? Why do you need shuttles? Why do you still need trains for that matter? You could just teleport everywhere. Isn't that the you fun know, world-breaking part of the lore of Star Trek? Yeah, where it's just like, oh, teleporters are terrifying. Well, I mean, because they do kill you and then put you back yes. together. I would like <laughs> that. That's something I want to see. They don't put you back together. They print they a copy a... of you. Yes, <laughs> and then that, that thinks it's you. And that I would love for someone to actually acknowledge that in an episode where you know they've they've danced around it and like had people scared of it. But I would just like someone in in, in an episode to just very and probably make it a Vulcan to just very matter of factly put it out. So that, yes, every time someone steps into a, a teleporter, they are actually being destroyed and killed, and a exact copy of them that thinks that's them is being sent to this other place. Oh, yeah. I, you know what would be or, interesting? Okay. So go with me on this. In the Delta okay. Quadrant, there is, let, let's say that there is a highly advanced civilization that, like, a government, space government thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that believes that when you teleport somewhere, you're killing them. So they see the uh, the Voyager coming along and, like, teleporting in, being like, what's going on, nerds? And then everything. They just start arresting them. <laughs> Yes, you and you do have that. To, it's illegal. Yeah, I was just going to arrest them all. Said you are mass murderers, Absolutely. and they're and, and because you have to respect their laws because you're on their planet, you just all have to go to prison. Yep, yep. You or know, I, uh, I could imagine a casual conversation between the captain of a brand new vessel and the chief engineer of said ship, and the captain walks up to the engineers like, "How do these teleporter machines work?" It's like, well. Um, from what I understand, they deconstruct you and then they transport you to wherever you're going through subspace and then they put you back together. And the captain goes, isn't that killing people? And the chief engineer just like stares off into space for five seconds. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. So where to? (laughs) Or he just just stands there sweating and then he just, yeah. he just reaches under the thing and presses a button. He's like, oh, no, there's an emergency in engineering. I must go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He just does the CC mode. It's like, uh, shit. Uh, yeah. But I, I could totally imagine that conversation happening where it's like, oh, that's terrifying. All right. I'm going to forget that ever happened. <laughs> but, oh, no, 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 no. That's the, oh, I just had the idea. That's like, oh boy. The, you know how everybody has like the good night moon book that they read their kid. Yeah. In Star Trek, sure. every, everyone has the, the, uh, the, uh, everyone, uh, everyone teleports and dies book that they have to read their kid at a certain age when they start. Cause you know, kids get to a certain age oh. and they start asking why, 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 oh, how, yeah. why about everything. So eventually you have to sit them down and explain to them. Okay. This is the teleporter. The teleporter kind of kills you and makes a copy of you, but that copy thinks it's you and doesn't remember that the that the old you that got killed. And everybody accepts this, and it's just okay because nobody knows. And nobody realizes that it's killing you, and this is perfectly normal. And that's why everybody's fine with it, because it's just been a part of their everyday life. 
my god um, so yes we have to come up with you have to figure out the title what would the title of that children's book that explains how the transporter uh, actually kills you but it's okay when teleportation goes wrong the children's <laughs> book part oh one god. of 65 <laughs> the teleporter is your friend the teleporter ah, is yes like yes everybody that, that teleports. is so much better oh there you go everybody teleport <laughs> there you go <laughs> a children's book series that shall be continued in the foreseeable future <laughs> part oh, one that's of awesome 27 i don't know <laughs> okay and i know who's going to read the audio version of that it Who? has to be william shatner oh yeah my God. The, yeah in full shat mode right oh, shat no. mode. Uh, yeah. just every Body <laughs> teleports. <laughs> uh, it's just an audiobook. It is like 75 hours of nothing but that. <laughs> oh man. Oh. That is that that is dumb, but I love it. <laughs> and the the children's book just has a whole bunch of diagrams of like, so you know how when you chop up a carrot for a soup? It's like that, <laughs> but with a person. Yep. And you're doing it atom by atom. Yeah, except, yeah. The, except the carrot, when it goes into the soup, doesn't come back out of the soup. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it came the, back out, that would be terrifying. Yes, but the, and, the, and the carrot, you know, and the, the carrot, and the new carrot that does, if it did come out of the soup, would remember that it's not the original carrot. So this is fine. Uh, it starts explaining, like, in theory, some people consider the fact that when you go to sleep, you're dying. Yeah. There's a no continuity of your of the self during that time. So really, it's just sort of like that. It's like going to sleep and waking up. Yes, it, it, oh it definitely is going to delve. And and the book has two different diverging paths, one of which that breaks down into, into like technical diagrams to explain why this is perfectly safe. And the other one that goes mm -hmm. down all the ethical uh, <laughs> uh, ethnicities uh, uh, and the thoughts behind it, all the different with all the different uh, social aspects of it related to because, oh, you know, yeah. kids, kids in the future, even when they're three, are like, you know, already college level genius because the future. Yeah. Yeah. No. And the book is like the size of an old telephone book. Where it's like half of it is the technical diagrams, and the other half is all the uh, ethical and moral justifications as to why this is perfectly fine. It's just like seven hundred pages. Like, do I have to read all of this? Yes, Timmy, read all of it. They probably put on their like mind helmet to memorize all the information. Yeah, and I want a book report by Friday, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> how come how come in Star Trek everybody is obsessed with 20th century music? Uh, we don't really get to hear future music. It's everyone's, you know, Riker loves jazz. Um, probably because future music sucks. It's probably like <laughs> just right, where but I want it. Where's my metalhead? Where's my th uh, the Star Trek met you know metalhead, right? That's you the... look at the Federation. You look at the Federation <laughs> and tell me those people like metal. I want you to hear your honest words on that because but I don't think the they do. <laughs> You would always find yeah. your punk. There will always be someone. Yeah. Jordy. Jordy likes metal. He's like, like secretly right. when no one's around, yeah. he takes the visor yeah. off and he like cranks it up to 11 and like throws, you know, starts headbanging. He gives me, I, I could see Jordy he, in the rush. Jordy gives yeah. me the like straight edge um, on the front end, but as soon as he's left alone, he parties hard. Yeah, he's he's the kind of guy to reserve twenty hours in the uh oh what is it the simulation room <laughs> holodeck. He's, 
Yeah, the holodeck. Thank you. He's the kind of person to reserve 20 hours in the holodeck. Just be like, all right, I'm going to party as hard as I can. And he, he locks the door so that not even the captain can come in. It's like, this is me time. You try to come in, you will get phasered in the face. <laughs> and then after that, he's completely fine. He does it like once a month. <laughs> just just to let a little steam off. Um, I do think that the holodeck needs to be abused more. And Absolutely. Yep. That is Definitely. they barely scratch yeah. the surface of that shit. It's like Oh yeah. The old me the the meme of data going into the, the hollow deck and being like, give me dino nuggies, give them sentience and <laughs> feel pain. <laughs> uh yeah. Just get disgusting in there. Just... I was I was gonna say the the now there's a question to you. Would it be unethical uh, to kill in the holodeck? Hmm. You're just killing like and I'm not talking like you're doing like a like Picard does where he's acting out a, a story, you know, that involves, you know, shooting somebody because it's a gangster type story. But I'm talking like, what if you had a guy who has sociopathic, you know, tendencies, but he's perfectly well behaved in the real world? But he just runs programs in the holodeck where he goes in and just horrifically murders people, and that's how he gets his impulse out. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, you know, is everyone going to be okay with that? Probably and, and is not. and is your is your holodeck yeah. you, uh, program history kind of like your browser history? Like you know the kind of thing like you know if something happens to you, your your last word to your bro is like, "Go clear my holodeck programs." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There has to be, like, there has to be the weirdo going into the hollow deck and just hardcore locking the door. Yeah, that <laughs> everyone knows that it's not yes. going to be a subtle thing. No, yeah, no, it's yeah. Not. You're walk, you're walking down the hall, and you and you look, and you can you walk by the hollow deck, and you can see, you know, a program is running, and and uh. And it's you know it's flashing the you know the door locked message and you and everyone just kind of gives themselves that knowing looks like yep yeah, well that's that's Lieutenant Jones again yep he's in there doing his thing the doorknob. <laughs> yeah. or, or they, they just wear, weld or they, they just wear weld socks the door shut they, I don't know I don't know I thought I always just figured they had on like like a body sock underneath their uniforms. That and, is a disturbing thought to think of. Like just like I a like just a, near... a little onesie, right? Because you it's wait, all the way down for like soles and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, I th now they have a I... shoe, they have a boot over it, but I'm imagining like they don't need a cl clothes underneath their uniforms. That they just that just replicates a perfectly designed sized like body sock that you put on, and your uniform goes on top of it. How are they okay? How are they putting on their onesie, though? Maybe uh, that's the Diana Troy secret. Her onesie is the only one that she can, like, put on from the bottom up, all the way up the arms. <laughs> that's why it's so wide. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> Space zippers. Wow. Yeah. I, sure. Magic Velcro. Okay, let's imagine one of those. Could you, like, teleport someone's clothes off of them? Yeah. Um, that's um, a good question. A, a worse idea is what if you just have to like phaser your clothes shut every time? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we we gotta weld him into his uniform. <laughs> yeah, basically. Just, oh my god. 
Yeah. So, so that uh, which makes the, the the reality that there was only one uh, public toilet on the Enterprise D even worse because you're racing to get to the toilet, and you're desperately trying to get out of your out of your one seat. Oh boy! <laughs> See, this just goes back to your idea that you would just beam te- uh, teleport the poop out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Yeah, just think about it. Instead of a bathroom on the on the bridge, you would just have this little like. Uh, alcove you just go stand in the alcove the door closes everybody knows what's happening 10 seconds later it opens back up you're fine and they has teleported your your waist out that would feel really weird it's like i suddenly feel five pounds lighter well that was weird moving on <laughs> it'd be interesting that's i mean it makes it yeah. a hollow deck huh? oh can you like teleport things on and off the hollow deck Is yes it... okay but that that was the whole thing of that episode where uh, elementary, my dear data, where they accidentally created a sentient uh, holodeck uh, program and more and Professor Moriarty, and uh, they were trying to figure out because he essentially was holding the ship captive from the holodeck reasons that he wanted to be te- figure them fi- he wanted them to figure out how to teleport him off the holodeck into the real world to make him real, and they couldn't mm-hmm. do it. It didn't exist now. Of course, Voyager changed that where the mobile emitter that the doctor uh, had that they could teleport his him as a physical hologram around. But you can teleport a physical item onto the uh, in and out of the holodeck, I guess. Yeah. I, <laughs> when you said it's like you can teleport things onto the holodeck, it's like they just teleport all the poop into one of those <laughs> holodecks. And then when it gets full, they just oh. vent it to space. Oh. And then they have some sad sack of a maintenance person. It's like, all right, scrub it. And it's like, no, you put it. Why in is it always me? You just have That's it in the air even worse. That is even worse. Well, you know how every time you go into a cargo hold, there's all those weird looking containers stacked around. Oh my god! <laughs> the secret is they're all just full of poop. No, <laughs> no, the torpedoes. <laughs> oh no, not those torpedoes! Do not. No, touch <laughs> No to the shit pedos. Torpedoes. <laughs> Torpedoes, yes. Uh, and that, I think, is a good way to end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have gone down a hole. Yes. yes. <laughs> Double entendre intended. Yes. Uh, yeah. oh, the hole they go into holes we weren't meant to go before. <laughs> oh, no. That is the this uh, episode, man. Oh, yep. All right. Uh, this has been the Ogs Unplugged. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Interesting. The entire time, it sounded like they were LARPing as escape mental patients.